Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Near4j, and here I am again recording another episode of our Grafistania podcast. And this is a special one, this is a special episode, uh, one that we've been talking about for some time, uh, because uh, I have a very special guest uh, on this show, and that is my dear friend and colleague, Jim Weber. Hey Jim. Hello Rick, it's really lovely that you would say it's special. Um, it's been a very long time since I was last on the podcast, and I know that we uh, we had such a good laugh the last time we did it. So I'm I'm very pleased to be invited back, and I'm, oh, it's really lovely of you to say it's so special. I, I think it's special too. <laughs> it is special, you know. I, I, I always enjoy talking to you, and yeah, I do have a fond memory of the 2015 episode of our podcast uh, when we were. Uh, talking uh, in Amsterdam, if I remember correctly. And we, I think we did a, a meetup or something like that. And uh, we, had a, we had a really good time uh, talking there, right? We, we did, you know, that, that podcast was super nice, but um, I do remember the, uh, the more amusing things were the, were the outtakes that we did as we had our romantic uh, podcasting uh, on the waterside in Amsterdam. It was probably the most romantic podcast I've ever been on, Rick. And that, that, that's all down to you for, for making making me feel comfortable in that space. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Uh, Jim, <laughs> this episode is going to be a little bit less romantic, I hope. Oh, I'm very disappointed <laughs> um, to hear that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about something that we've uh, we've been uh, working on together for the, for the past couple of months, which is the uh, new book that we wrote, right? The Graph Databases for Dummies book that just uh, came out. That's on the website. It's already already been downloaded a couple of thousand times, and uh, you know we we both have a little bit of a history with books, don't we? We we do, and actually a competitive history, right? So um, yeah, I think back in the day. Uh, Emil, Ian Robinson and I wrote Graph Databases, the O'Reilly book. You wrote Learning Neo4j. Um, and there was a little bit of friendly rivalry going on there, right? A little bit, just a little bit. I remember a Graph Connect or something where both of us were boasting <laughs> from the stage <laughs> and everything, which was, a, which was a ton of fun. But, you know, both of us were, were, were have been writing and, and blogging and podcasting about Neo4j for such a long time. It felt great to, uh, to do this little project together, right? It, it, it was right. So, um, you know, all, all, all kidding aside, you know that um, you, you've written you've written uh, you know wonderful books in in the past, and I just think it was really nice for you to be able to work with a professional author this time round who could really show you how to express what what readers need when they're first getting into graphs. So it was really pleasing for me, in a way, to be able to coach you uh, to to write a really successful book. You, you, you keep on giving, Jim. It's, it's fantastic, fantastic. Thank you so much. I but why? why? Let's talk a little bit about why we did this, right? This, is a, this, is a, this has been a little bit of a project and it's been a fun project and we've had a bunch of laughs, but we've also had some serious, you know, background to it. And, you know, we, we wrote this thing for a reason, right? Uh, even though it's, a, it's kind of shortish, but, you know, we, I think there, there's, there's both technical and community and business reasons for, for doing this book. Uh, what, why don't we talk about that a little bit? What's, what was your sure. driver? Look, I, I've got one overarching reason for this, and it's that graphs are now, you know, if not, if not uh, huge, then they're certainly uh, an early part of the mainstream. You know, when we last did this podcast five years ago, you and I both thought graphs were like amazing and should be part of the mainstream. And we kind of couldn't believe that they weren't. But, but now here we are. 
And what's, um, I think, important for us to understand, I think we understood, which is why we wrote the book, is that so many people are now coming to graphs. And the first thing that they, you know, they pick up is like, you know, something on uh, graphs and AI, this enormous edifice that they have to swallow before they can get going. Um, and that's something we needed to address. Uh, otherwise, the folks coming to graphs uh, who could make good use of graphs are immediately put off by, by the uh, uh, technical challenges of really, really advanced graph use cases. So I think for me, when, when you know, the motivation for writing this book was to welcome those people into the graph community and say, look, here's a little book, it's only 50 pages. If you read through that and it's written in really friendly language, it's not patronizing, it's, it's written peer to peer friendly kind of way. If you read through this, it might take you a couple of evenings to do it. You can have a really good idea of the basics of graph databases and what you can do. And moreover, you'll be able to use one. You'll be able to write a graph model and query it just you know, after a few hours of study. So it's a really low barrier to entry way of welcoming this you know, enormous rump of our community uh, onto graphs. Yeah, I must say that I, I really feel the same way about it. Uh, maybe coming at it from a little bit of a different angle. Obviously, you know, you're 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 the scientist, right? So, uh, but I'm I'm more in the commercial world of OpenFJ, and I find that you know there's so many people still out there that 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 need to um, kind of learn this new way of thinking, this the power of the model, the the advantages that it brings to to their business uh, reality. And, uh, you know, I, I find that, you know, the technical people are usually quite convinced of Neo4j and, and the, the advantages of graph databases, but they need to be able to articulate it to their peers, right, or their managers or their their their, their business stakeholders and stuff like that. And, I, and, you know, just from a human to human point of view, I, I think that people are not going to buy into something if they if they don't understand it at least a little bit you know what i mean and uh and so for me this is kind of like a, a another attempt you know after the learning of a j uh, uh writing experience uh, also the second version with jerome and everything you know this is kind of like a new attempt for me to to help the technical audiences to also expand the reach and, the, and the, the perspectives of the graph data model and the graph databases to uh, to their peers, you know. And um, I don't know, the 48 pages, like you said, right? You can pick it up and read it in like uh, like an evening if you wanted to, um, and, and and take it away and uh, hopefully uh, you know uh, benefit uh, not just your for your own benefit, but also for the benefit of uh, of the rest of your peers and your colleagues and stuff like that. that that's really absolutely. Important. I think yeah, if I can labour a graph metaphor, I mean that that bridge building between the technical and the kind of business community stuff is 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 a really important part of this book plays. Yeah, you're right. I mean, as as nerds, uh, as a, as a scientist, I, I can wade through you know difficult texts. Uh, I think they award you a PhD when you've, you've waded through enough difficultly written texts. Um, but this really is something that will enable you know, me as a developer uh, not just to get excitable about graphs, but to explain the value of graphs to my non-technical or you know, post-technical peers or managers uh, so that they can also understand the value because it's, it's all too easy, I think, to get wrapped up as a technologist in some shiny new technology. You know, we, we've, we've all been there, Rick, haven't we? You know, uh, you, you pick up some shiny new technological artifact and it's wonderful and all-encompassing. But being able to prove you know, to explain why it's valuable to other people who aren't so wrapped up in it as you can be a really hard task, right? That kind of technical communication is really difficult. 
And I think you know, one of the things that, that you are really good at is that is that bridging, right? Being able to bridge you know, from the kind of technical enthusiasm over to a business why, a business use case, a business value case is really important. I think when I read the book, that, that sings to me, and that, that sings, you know, uh, that, 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 that's pure Rick in there coming out. I know you've done that hundreds of times in your day job, being able to translate that technical value into business value for the kind of uh, less technical audience, the interested, oh, curious, but less technical audience. You're being so kind, Jim. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you, you 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 did a bunch of work and I just got to stick my name on the book. So I suppose I should be nice to you, right? Is that, is that not the way it works? I mean, you can always you know, edit you know, you know what Bruggen, You know what Bruggen means, right? Bridge. You are Rick of Bridges. the Bridges. Right? Yay. <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, that, that bit I can figure out. Very good. So, um, yeah, well, maybe we should, uh, we should do a project like this every couple of years, man, so that we can have you back on the podcast at least once every five years or so. Wouldn't that be a good idea? <laughs> you know, like, well, once, once this Brexit thing has settled down and I can apply for a visa to come to Amsterdam, uh, once that visa comes through in 18 to 24 months, maybe we could do a repeat of the, uh, the, the first one uh, down by the waterside. And uh, you never know. I mean, as as we learn more, you know, uh, in how graphs are built and how graphs are applied, I'm confident that we'll revisit this book, right? Like right now, this book is a brilliant way of getting started in graphs. It's a brilliant way to satisfy a curious technical manager. But the technology moves on, right? I think I'm confident that in two, three, four years from now, we're going to look at this book and say, hey, the, 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 you know, the pace has picked up, the technology's moved on, let's revisit this and do a second edition. So I think that, you know, th this kind of notion of a live book is something that we should very much take to heart. So maybe one more thing to cover. Uh, I hear you're talking at the, the Nodes conference in a few days uh, as well. Oh boy, the Nodes conference. So Nodes 2020, uh, do sign up, uh, neofj.com slash Nodes 2020. Uh, online virtual conference, free to participate. Uh, order of magnitude, I understand from talking to some of our colleagues, like 10,000 folks signed up. Uh, incredible. Uh, I looked at the speaker lineup yesterday because um, truthfully, I'd slightly had to check what I'd promised to speak about. And I spent <laughs> so much time scrolling through that line the lineup is incredible like there are just a bunch of uh, technological speakers from Neo4j and Neo4j partners but actually loads of people from the Neo4j community Neo4j customers talking about real stuff they're doing with graphs and I have to say like I don't want to have my salary docked for this but I must have spent like half an hour to an hour scrolling through and clicking on things that I was interested in it blew me away um, and, you know, look, I've been in this business for a long time. I've been to a lot of Neo4j events. Quality and volume of, of, of material is astonishing. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and you have even the slightest inkling of interest in graphs, uh, sign up for it. As for what I'm going to talk about, which I now know because I scrolled through um, <laughs> the, the notes <laughs> yesterday, uh, I'm talking about distributed systems. So I'm, I'm talking about uh, potential futures for Neo4j and thinking about how we can take the graph data model and we can make it even more robust and even more scalable. And so a lot, what I'm going to talk about is uh, all about the underpinnings of building large, sophisticated graph database management systems. So it's quite computer science-y. Uh, so if you're interested in things like uh, consensus protocols, if you're interested in things like transaction processing and fault tolerance, and you're interested in that in a graph context, then I, I've got about you know, 45 minutes uh, of time to absolutely uh, 
take you through a whirlwind tour of all that stuff. And then you can see why my day job has aged me quite so badly, because it's an infuriating and wonderful and infuriating topic. Well, I know what I'm doing uh, <laughs> next couple of days then. <laughs> thanks so much, Jim. And thanks, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Uh, it was a joy to work on the book project together. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the, next, uh, the next couple of months as well to, uh, to really sing the gospel of graphs uh, together even more often, right? Oh, you bet, mate. You bet. So I hope you are, everyone out there is staying safe and well and surviving the zombie pandemic. Do join Nodes 2020. Uh, if you've got the time, it runs on US East Coast time. So it's uh, kind of compatible for Europe and the US and a little bit horrible for you folks in uh, Asia Pack. Sorry about that. But the the sessions will be recorded so you can catch them afterwards. Rick, thank yep. you so much for inviting me back on the podcast. I would say invite yep. me anytime. But since our natural cadence seems to be about five years, I guess I'll see you in 2025. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, man. Bye.